You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. You can find old episodes of both of my podcasts along with my blog and information on all of my upcoming comedy shows. And if you're looking for a comedian for your next event, you can contact me through my website as well. Again, abcomedy.net. And if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe to it and please leave us a good review. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode for you every single Wednesday. Thank you so much for supporting me and I hope you enjoy the show. Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. It has Gino. You get to play as Bowser. Mallow's there too, but he sucks. You guys, what is up? Welcome to Remember the Game, episode 9. My name is Adam Blank, and this week my buddy Kevin and I review one of the best RPGs, not just on the Super Nintendo, but of all time, in my opinion, and that is Super Mario RPG. I love this game. I know it's not as deep and as complex as some of the other RPGs out there, but uh, it is a guilty pleasure of mine. It is the ultimate comfort food. Nintendo and Square murdered it. They found a perfect combination of role-playing and Mario to put to... Oh, this game is so good. I like the Paper Mario games too, but when are we going to get a sequel to Super Mario RPG? Do it. Uh, I remember watching... I remember seeing a clip of this game on Video and Arcade Top 10, I think it was. Remember that show? When I was a kid, and it blew my mind. And to this day, I just the graphics just make me happy. I love it. I love the soundtrack. I love the combat. I love everything about this game. Oh, this game's good. I'm not going to waste a lot of time. I'm going to get right to my conversation with Kevin, where we basically just gush about it for another half hour. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And uh, here we go. Super Mario RPG. Mallow sucks. Uh, I feel like Mario RPG 
sometimes gets lost in the shuffle of the Super Nintendo RPGs because there's so many. And also, it was like, I don't know, for me, it came off as just like a like a fun side project almost. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It, but in all honesty, it's one of the games that made me like RPGs in general. Me too. Yeah. Um, it was is really easy to access as far as like it's not it doesn't have a complicated battle system. It's fun. Almost all the characters are familiar. Like it's a great entry level JRPG to find out whether or not you even like the genre. I agree with that. I actually really like one of my favorite things about that game is the combat. Because when you play like, it is, yeah. you know, when you play like the Final Fantasy games and stuff, Final Fantasy games are like the gold star for fucking JRPGs, right? At least in the Super Nintendo days. like Depending those. on what kind of JRPG you like. Sure. But yeah, Square Enix and their whole run of Final Fantasies, they had a very sort of like well done formula almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, like if you liked one style of Final Fantasy, you, there's probably something for you to check out in the whole series. Agreed. Yeah, so you might not like all of them as much as the others, but like you could still get something out of it and find out whether or not you like it. It was a familiar system to sort of like deal with, but like, yeah, and I the the combat system that we were talking about, uh, Super Mario RPG had like uh, just a little bit uh, extra sort of like involvement. You had Mm -hmm. like the the critical button presses and stuff like that, and that kept it sort of fresh. Yeah, the timed hits and the timed defensing yeah. or blocking and stuff. Yeah. It was cool because, like, yeah, like, it was, it was one of the first RPGs I played, but it was the first one I played where I couldn't just, like, button mash. I mean, you could still button mash your way through a fight, but it was so much more fun to go for those timed hits. Like, it gave you a reason to pay yeah. attention on an easy fight. And, yeah, add an element of skill instead of just uh, picking from a list of moves and then uh, casting cure-all at the yeah. end of a turn. Because, like... um in Final Fantasy three that I'm I'm playing right now on the I'm playing the three D remake okay. on the DS. Yeah. So not Final Fantasy Six, but the original Final Fantasy three. Okay. Um and that's the one with like uh you know, several characters and like twenty something jobs and any character can be any job. Right. No matter what sort of party system I figure out, I always have to have a healer. Yeah, you do, yeah. So it's like one character, all they f- do is just heal right the rest of the characters right. and it feels useless like a little it doesn't feel useless it feels like i have an obligation to have a healer yeah yeah and like i don't i don't know there wasn't too much focus on that kind of stuff in super mario rpg it was no. just like you were playing the characters as they were and right. like you had to like use items and stuff to heal but it was like it felt more fluid it, yeah it's i mean it's an easy game like, I yeah. don't find it hard at all. Like, I don't remember. Because I've probably played through that game. I bet you the only RPG I've played through more times in Mario RPG is maybe Earthbound. No. Like, I've played Mario RPG through a dozen times. And I can't remember. Other than that one fight at the in the, uh, is it like the Monster Village or something? You remember there's that Final Fantasy boss where you can fight the four, like, crystals or whatever? I, I was going to say that. Yeah, there's like a secret Final Fantasy yeah. homage boss that is actually, like, probably the hardest boss in the game. He is, yeah. Outside of him, it's not a very difficult game, but it's fun. Like, it, it's like, and you're right. Like, there's not, like, I mean, because you have Mallow and Princess can both heal. No. So usually you have one of them in your party. But, like, I don't know about yourself. Like, so, okay, so for the, like, you always have to be Mario. Yeah. Which kind of irritates me. Like, I understand it. But in all those games, like, I just finished playing Mario Rabbids on my Switch. Okay. It was a really fun game, too. But it was the same thing. You have, like, a party. You build a member, a three-member party. But you always have to have Mario. It's always got to be fucking Mario. And I love Mario. But it's like, I would have liked to have rolled a team of Bowser, Gino, and Pre- Princess. 
Like, you know, that would have been my dream team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, but Mario's dope. I guess he's handy. Yeah. And then you get Mallow. Mallow, as soon as you can, like, I'll ask you this. Like, as soon as you can get rid of Mallow, do you use him at all? Because I didn't use him at all once I could get rid of him. I I probably used him a little bit more than most people just because I liked him. He was not as useful a character. No, he's <laughs> the Martin Prince of video, <laughs> fucking Super Nintendo RPGers. He's yeah. just... Crap. But, but I just but I just like the character. Right? The, the character's he's okay. A little, he's a little dork, and like I was a little dork. Yeah. So I was like, I got on with it because like I'm like I'm definitely not Mario. When I'm like looking at the game, I'm like <laughs> Mario's the cool guy. Yeah. And I'm like I'm not even Luigi. So fuck. <laughs> See, I think I think Gino's the cool guy. He, oh yeah, he Gino's yeah. the best dude. Like he, he's but he's like the cool guy from another school that like. Like, he's completely mysterious. Yeah. And, like, yeah, that's exactly who I, he is. I can't <laughs> think of another character in Nintendo's, like, lore that has only ever had one appearance but has the fan base that yeah. Gino has. Like, I've seen people calling for Gino in Smash Brothers and, like, where he's, like, why? Like, and I'm like, dude, he's had one game. Like, and I guess... I guess like Ness and what's his name are in Smash Brothers and they only have one game, but like, but he's like, yeah. he, he's not even the main character in his one game. Yeah. But no, he's got like a, like a huge following. And, uh, was he even like a mandatory character to get or could he, you miss him? No, you had to get him. You had there to was get no him? optional ones. Yeah. You oh, had to okay. get him. But the thing is, is like, cause when you recruit, cause like, yes, yeah, so you have Mario, you get Mallow pretty quick mm. and then you get Gino and that's your first three army. T- and like, as soon as you get a hold of Gino, you're like this, like he's your tank. Like he's your first tank. You're like, this guy can do some damage. He's awesome. But then you get a hold of Bowser. Tanks, tanks don't do damage. Tanks take damage. Take right. Part of me. Um, so what would you call someone that does damage? Like a barbarian? I don't know, man. Cause you're right. A tank takes damage. Like the, the only reason I'm like pointing that out is like, I play a lot of borderlands and it's like, Tanking is like a huge part of my play style in that game. Okay. So it's like, yeah, like I'm. And they can take a pounding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is like you have a lot of like, uh, you have a lot of health regen, you have a lot of defense. And like, I guess maybe tanks can deal out damage too. Right. Yeah. I just. I'm, like a monk could, like, monks are typically known to like deal out damage, but no one calls them like monks. Yeah. I don't want to call Gino a monk. He's too cool to be a monk. Yeah. Okay, that, well, that, and that's like a Final Fantasy term, or G- like a fucking what are we calling like World of Warcraft term. Yeah, Gino's a well, then Gino's a badass. Yeah, we'll go yeah, with that. It's just calling badass. Gino's badass. Fuck, fuck all these but the, video game <laughs> terms, you nerds. So it's like it's kind of funny because like you yes, yeah, so you have Mario, then you get Mallow and Gino, and then that's your first like three character team, and basically you have like the healer and Mallow, and you've got like the damage dealer and Gino, and then Mario kind of does everything, right? Yeah, and then you get a hold of Bowser, and then shortly after you get Bowser, you get Princess. And, like, I always found when I played that game, like, Bowser is the stronger Geno and Princess is the more usable Mallow. So, like, once I got a hold of Bowser and Peach, I didn't even use those other... Those other two characters were, like, footnotes. Yeah. Peach, you know? Peach had the uh, advantage of actually also being able to do a bit more damage. She, she was a good character, man. Yeah. yeah. And then Bowser... You get, the, you get that frying pan, just wham. Yeah. And then <laughs> Bowser, like... So, like, uh, my, like, my favorite Nintendo character of all time is Bowser by a mile. Like, I love Bowser. And I think this was the game that made me like him. Because, like, some people call the graphics from Mario RPG ugly. I think they look sweet. 
And I think Bowser looks so cool in yeah. this game. I, I've never heard anyone complain about the oh. the graphics. All your friends must suck. No, I went online. It was like <laughs> it's online. People oh, complain about everything. Oh, I hate but it was on- it was Reddit and everyone was like talking about the blocky like textures uh, and shit. I'm like, you just are stupid kids that don't know what it was like. Yeah. Cause I'm like, this was one of the best looking games on the Super Nintendo. Dude, uh it's probably nostalgia talking, but I remember that game looking crisp. Dude, yeah. <laughs> like I, I replayed it. It was one of the first games I replayed when I got my Super Nintendo Classic. Mm, and yeah. um and I fucking like I'm like, it looks so good. And again, Bowser in particular in that game looks so dope. And then his weapons where he can like throw a chain chomp or he can pick up up Mario and throw Mario at the bad guys. And it was the first time that Mario and Bowser teamed up. Like outside of maybe like Super Mario Kart where they were in the same like game. Yeah. But they weren't like fighting. It was the first time where I was like, I thought it was so cool to see this hero and this bad guy like team up for the first time. And in all honesty, like playing the game, it didn't seem weird. Mm Mm-mm. Like, I, I don't know. I never really thought of, like, Mario and Bowser as, like, enemies per se. Like, Bowser was definitely the antagonist. But yeah. I never really... Th- like, they were united pretty quickly with a common cause. And it made sense to me. Yeah. That's cause that's one of the other things I wanted to talk about is, like, I th- I really do enjoy the script for this game. Yeah. I think it's... it's I mean, the, the plot is kind of like whatever. The sword crashes and breaks up the star and you got to get the seven stars back. It's totally a regular like world-ending RPG sure. plot line, but it's like it's with familiar characters yeah. that are super fun yeah. and like it's not as serious. That's one thing that an RPG can do to like really turn me off it is like if it takes itself just too seriously yeah, yeah. and it's just like... Okay. That's where games like like Earthbound. I love the writing in Earthbound. I yeah. love Super Mario. I thought like I love the whole idea of like Bowser joined the group because he wanted his castle back. And yeah. like that was the only reason he wanted. And like how like there's two or three instances where you run into Bowser before you recruit him. Yeah. And his like and his clan is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And you realize that everyone's like abandoning him. And then whenever you see the little graphic of him crying, oh. and he's like trying <laughs> not to let on that he's crying and he's yeah. like trying to be all tough. And then he like he tells Mario and them like I'll let you join the Koopa troop. And yeah. it's like that's not what you're you're just fucking using them to help you. You're not letting them join you at all. Yeah. Um like that cracks me up. There's a point where you run into like a Goomba or something that had abandoned Bowser. Yeah. And then he like he's like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. But then Bowser's like, Don't worry about it. Like it's and it like it humanizes Bowser too. Yeah. Um I really like this game is the one that made me a Bowser fan. They really did a good job with him in this thing where he's he, on one hand, they do make him look like this tough badass that yeah. can like break down doors and throw shit and stuff. But then on the other hand, they make him look like this idiot that just needs help because he's not over his head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 100%, yeah. And it really, it really, it really cracks me up. And then there's other little, like there's little things like, uh, do you remember the part where you can stand on the wedding cake? And then the two, uh, there's two Koopa Troopa chefs and they'll like yell at you to get oh, off of their cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then at the end you have to fight this monstrosity of a cake. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, what's his name? That dude with the beard that owns the tower. Oh yes. Uh, is yeah, it Booster? Was, yeah, I think it was Booster. He's <laughs> just like a slob. Oh, but the, <laughs> the sequence where you had to hide from him behind the curtains. Yeah. Oh my God. Just like anxiety. Right. The entire time. It is so and, intense. Like, and like playing that part playing that section was a lot it, it was hard uh, i would i'd say it was hard but it was like it's doable yep. like if you did it for like 20 minutes you'd get it sure um but it could still be frustrating 
uh, so much easier with save states if you're ever playing on like an <laughs> yes. emulator. Yeah, <laughs> but like way back when we were still playing it on the Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah, you just had to be like, well, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd climb all the way up that tower and then have to try that. Yeah. yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash remember the game. It uh it, yeah dude there's so many it's actually it's one of the it's one of the rare RPGs where like the mini games in it are funner than not not funner but they're as enjoyable as any other part of that game yeah they add like, to it yeah like that part where you gotta hide behind the curtains or like the the minecart parts you have to ride and steer it on the tracks of the minecart mm, yeah or the the part where you're running up the hill trying to catch up to booster I remember the hill part too yeah that, that was. Yeah. It cracked me up like and like and then and then at the end of the the whole booster part you fight him at the at the wedding cuz that's yeah. where you fight the cake. Yeah. And then you have like 20 seconds or something to gather up all these like wedding supplies and then that affects who booster kisses. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah. And like I've seen the part where like Bowser kisses like booster or something and then princess is laughing and Bowser gets the angry thing and then cries and like it just it really I just that game makes me so happy just looking yeah. at it. It really cracks me up. No, it's it's a real it's a joy to play. And like you said, it's it's got difficult sections, but it's it's probably for anyone I would say that likes video games and is familiar with playing anything that has like a little bit of skill level. It's playable. It's definitely playable. They'll, yeah, they'll beat it. They'll they'll get a certain level of completion out of it, and like you'll get that sense of satisfaction. Yeah, that's. That's something I think that we might be losing with modern video games now is a sense of completion because it's just like, like I watched my brother play Grand Theft Auto Five. That's an endless game. Sure, like you could play that game infinitely, yeah. especially if you've got it on the PC and you can get into all, like all the mods. Like at one point, my brother was literally like playing as a like taxi driver. Okay, that's yeah, what he did. He didn't do missions. Sure, he didn't do crimes. He had a mod where he got calls, drove people f to and from places, and then got money. He would stop at stoplights. He would indicate. It was it was nuts. Like I sim was, taxi. It was <laughs> it was like a sim taxi game, and he was getting so much out of it. And I was like, more power to you, I guess. I guess. But like, and so it was like, but there's no 
There's no completion with that game. You're never done with yeah. that game. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. I love the sense of accomplishment Me- I get being like, I have experienced a good portion of this game and like, and I did well, I got a good score. Yeah. Like I'm good. Uh, this is a complete tangent, but uh, Super Metroid, uh, one of my favorite things at the end is it told you how many of the, all those stupid little collectibles you got. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you scored an 80%. And I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah. Like, that felt great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like... I- I get that. I like that too. I, I fucking like. I'm playing Skyrim on my Switch right now. Yeah. Um. I keep going back to it. Are but you, you're not playing it on your your Bluetooth headphones. Like, <laughs> no. That's that's a running joke. Yeah. No. It's oh, <laughs> uh, dude. That's my like. That's the okay. We won't go on a tangent about the Switch. But if there was one criticism of the Switch for me, it's that it's fucking give me my goddamn Bluetooth headphones. I don't even own any wired headphones. I have to like take these, take it fucking wired. Ah, fuck. Um. But I'm playing Skyrim, and it's the same thing. I really enjoy the like. I really enjoy like. It's like finishing a book when I beat a video game and I beat it and then I take it out or whatever and I yeah. put it back on the shelf and I'm like, it's done. Yeah. And, and I like that feeling. I, and I also like being able to like go back and replay stuff. Me too. Yeah. Um, like I said, if I have like a modern game series that is doing that to me right now, it's Borderlands. Right. Like one, two and the pre-sequel, I've been playing and replaying those games for periods of time over like the last six years right like it's dumb right but i'm still enjoying it but you like it right yeah Yeah. and those games they have a main storyline that you play and you beat and i when the credits roll i'm like okay good yeah yeah. i still get that sense of accomplishment whereas a game like world of warcraft or diablo or like gta now now gta is endless uh, and like it, that seems to be the trend in games. Like I don't know if you've watched anything about Anthem, or I don't even know because I'm not keeping up with them. But it's just like Destiny and stuff like that. They're just making these like gigantic yeah, games that it's, are like impenetrable. I yeah, I I prefer the old ones. Yeah. Like and like and like to tie it back to like even like with Mario RPG to tie it back. Like I Mario RPG is a very linear RPG, and yeah. I really like that. I like final, I just finished playing Final Fantasy six three whatever. No, six. Um, say six. Six. We we all know the number. It's six. six. <laughs> I just finished playing it, and as great a game as it is, mm-hmm. I I don't enjoy the open worldness as much. Once you get to the world, like, like you've played it, right? Oh yeah. When you get to the world of ruin, you can go anywhere yeah. and recruit everyone. It's cool and it's fun to explore, but I really prefer my game to just be like like a Mario RPG. There's not even like a huge world map. Like there's a little bit of a world map. It's like a horseshoe, but you just follow it around. Yeah, you just you, know? you go to almost stages yeah i like that so much better just tell me where i gotta go next keep the game moving that's what i want and when i do go back and explore one of mario rpg's biggest strengths is there's no fucking random encounters you can see Mm, the villains coming and if you don't touch them you don't have to fight them yeah and i love that that's one mechanic that certainly can be uh it's very boring yeah. It's very arduous to be like, hey, I'm level 60 and I got to roll through this like level 40 area yeah, yeah. and I can't just turn off random encounters. Like that ruins some exploration for me. You yeah, because I mean? you just want to get from point A to yeah. B. You can't enjoy anything. Uh, you don't go looking for extra items. You don't. You don't go over anywhere because no. you're like, I've, I'm way above this place. I feel, yeah. I feel like part of the reason I go as completionist on Mario RPG as I do is because it's so easy to explore. Actually, like just thinking about it now, like one of the best things about Mario RPG is the exploration. Like it's not just an RPG. They really did a good job of bringing elements of Mario into it. Like when you're playing on the, like not on the over map where you're just going from world to world, but when you're in like a world and you're not in combat, 
it really does kind of feel like you're playing a Mario game. Like he runs around, he jumps, like it, there's yeah. boxes, there's yeah. coins. Yeah, you can still hit your head on stuff. Yeah, I was like, this is very Mario-ish, yeah. you know? And and the way sort of like the camera is, it's got that like two and a half D isometric mm-hmm. view. Uh, they like hide stuff yeah. in certain areas. Yeah. So like if you find like a little secret passageway that's quote unquote hidden uh, just because of the 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 angle of the camera yeah like you can find like extra items and stuff like that and like some of it's really useful yeah dude it's it's uh, really rewarding when when developers and stuff like that put that type of thing in a game yeah and you take the extra sort of like initiative to be like what's down this passage yeah yeah that feels really good i really like that they put some there's like legitimate platforming challenges in mario rpg oh fuck there's there's a fucking part where you have to go across those donut bricks and they're shooting bullets at you i feel like this is the same thing yeah i'm thinking about it too i love that or like there's a part you have to i hated it because i sucked at it (laughs) (laughs) or you have to scale the wall and you have to jump from parachupa to parachupa and climb up to the top of the fucking wall oh god yeah um like that kind of stuff is just like like that's just that nintendo charm you know what i mean like it's something you don't find in a lot of other games no it's it's a solid game all around it kept so much like it retained so much elements and like even uh like gameplay elements uh of mario yeah but then it it added in the rpg and square enix put their or was it Squaresoft at that time? I, I can't remember. Yeah. Um. They they put their you know they put their RPG spin on it and it, it still it came out beautifully. It's I, perfect. I don't think that they yeah I don't think it could be better. No. Uh. I think one of the greatest things that came from Super Mario RPG was Paper Mario. I was gonna say that. Um. Because I've always wanted like a direct sequel to Mario RPG, yeah. like a like same style. Give me Gino and Mallow back. Yeah. Yeah. Smithy the villain. Give us all. But the um, the Paper Mario sixty four and Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door yeah uh, were both fucking outstanding yeah, games. Those are the closest things that you have to it, and yeah. they and they are great games. They're perfect. Yeah. yeah, I just I've always wanted like I would love a direct sequel to Mario RPG, doing the same graphics if you have to, maybe like make them look a little cleaner. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you come thirty. But years no, old. you're right. Do the same. Give isometric us that. style. Have Smithy come back. You know what I mean? Like, let Mario and Bowser tag up again. No. I, like, I, I already talked about it. I mentioned it off the top. But, like, really, one of my favorite things about this game is the storyline. Especially as a kid, dude. Like, you yeah. were playing... Like, I played Mario 1, 2, 3. I played Super Mario World, Mario Kart. I'd never played a Mario game where, like, you got to know the characters like this. Where there was this much dialogue and they were all talking. And Bowser was yeah. human. I mean, not human, but he, like, he had a character and, like, yeah. he had a soul to him. And yeah. And that's all the the Squaresoft side adding in to, to the Mario Nintendo side. And it, it just fit. It felt good. Yeah. It's a comfortable game. Like, it just gives yeah. me this warm feeling. Like, I just really enjoy... It's just comfortable to play. Yeah. Like, and I'm, like, I know I'm going to play it again. Oh, yeah. I'll like, play I'm, it again. I'm going to pick it up in the next, like, five years. I'll yeah. probably play it, like, two or three times. And it's not too long. Like, yeah. it's not a 60-hour grind. It's Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a huge bonus. Yeah. Because, like, RPGs, and especially some of the ones that I play that I really like, are, like, 80-hour playthroughs. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mario... Dude, when I got my hands on that SNES Classic and fired up Mario... Because I think I played Punch-Out first and then Mario RPG. Because um, I love Super Punch-Out. Oh, I should do one of these on Super Punch-Out. But uh, playing Mario RPG, it has save states on yeah. the SNES Classic, and you see how much time you've been playing. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I got to, like, the third or fourth star. It was the pirate ship one. Oh, okay. Which I think is the fourth star. And uh, and I finished it and saved, and I was at, like, six or seven hours. 
Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Because like as a kid, like I remember getting this game for Christmas and this game lasted me like weeks, forever, yeah. weeks, months, you know, now granted we didn't have the internet to look up how to just do everything back then either. So yeah. there's a lot of time wasted looking for stuff that you couldn't. Also, this is the first time you're playing a game. Yeah. Like you're, yeah. you're discovering it and like your second playthrough is a lot faster. Your third playthrough is a yeah. lot faster. Yeah. Your 16th playthrough, it, like you're almost, you're doing it because it warms a place in your heart, but you're not doing it. You're not taking your time. No. And that, yeah, you're right. You're right. And that's like, dude, Mario RPG is one of those games now. It's comfort food for me. Yeah. But I could totally bomb through it in a day. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account, and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. And I'm like, probably up to about that pirate ship. Because, uh, you know, there's a lot of games, like old games. I don't know if you're bad for this. I'm bad for, like, restarting an old game, and then I never finish it. I just play it for a day because I felt like playing it, and I've, then I don't I've finish. gotten better at that. Cause, yeah, I used to have, like, five or six games where I was, like, I'd started it. I played, like, four or five hours in each in each of them and then just, like, never got back to it. Yeah. Like, I've gotten better at being, like, if I'm playing this game, playing it to completion, maybe I'm playing another game or replaying another game alongside of it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like, what I'm doing right now is I'm playing Final Fantasy III for the first time on the on the DS, uh, and I'm I'm re-re-re-re-replaying <laughs> Borderlands 2 for right. the millionth time on my Xbox, because it's like, uh, if I want to just come home and, like, game for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. easy-peasy, pick up, put down lines too sure and that's yeah and that's where like a lot of those old super nintendo games fall in with me like mario rpg zelda mario world all those yeah. games because i've played them so many times mm-hmm. they are totally just like i've had a long day and i just need to like unwind i don't need any yeah. stress 
And it's yeah. just so comfortable. And you're right. You know, I'm like, I know exactly where to go. There's no surprises where I have to worry about dying. I'm going to start over because I know what villains are coming. Yeah. And there's something cool about that. You know what I mean? There's, it's yeah. like, there's, there's something to be said about playing a game for the first time as well. Yeah. Um, I'm playing Chrono Trigger right now. Ooh, and I, I, I played it once 15 years ago. Yeah. So I don't remember anything. No, man, that's a good one. I'm having a blast with it right now. But there's just, you're right though. I don't feel as relaxed playing it as I do when I play something like Super Mario RPG. Yeah. Cause I just know everything. Um, it's such a, it's such a, it's such a fantastic game. I want a sequel so bad. Like a legit sequel. I don't think you're ever going to get it. I don't either. I cannot believe that they haven't done something with like Gino with all the requests, you know? I, I think I could see them putting them into, like putting him into like one of their like mashup games. Like, I don't know why he's not in like Mario Party or Mario Kart. Yeah. Like people would go nuts for that. Yeah, they totally would. I don't know like. I, mean, like I want to know who owns them. Like, does Nintendo own Gino or does Square own Gino? I don't know. Like, like it was even if they did. I mean, like they could, they put Cloud in Smash Bros. Like, yeah, they could do something with like, him if they wanted to. I feel like Square Enix and Nintendo are probably closer as far like they have a fairly good working relationship. Yeah, as far as like game developers go. I mean, like I don't know. They've they've put so many characters into uh Smash Bros. Like I was really surprised when they put Bayonetta in there. Me too. I was yeah. like, who did Sma- you talk to? <laughs> Dude, Smash has become a monster of its own with some of the characters they're putting. It used to just be Nintendo mascots. And now it's fucking oh, yeah. like now it's a, yeah, it's as many people as they can get in there. Yeah. Like I, I I mean we won't go on a Smash tangent. I was I was I had lunch with my nephew this past week. He was here and we were talking Smash he's a Smash fanatic. And we were yeah. talking about the characters that haven't been announced yet that we think are still coming. And we both agreed that maybe it wasn't initially in their plan, but due to backlash, Waluigi is coming to Smash Brothers. I would bet money Good. that Waluigi shows Good. up. Yeah, because like I was mad. Everyone was <laughs> mad that he... It, Waluigi's such how, a weird character. How dare you? <laughs> but uh, I, I uh, And I think that Crash Bandicoot shows up as well. Ooh, yeah. Um, but I would, yeah, like Gino, like give us something with Gino. God damn it. I would love like if you gave me if you gave me the money and were like yo you can make a, a sequel to Mario RPG what do you want to do it would involve all the original maybe not Mallow probably Mallow for fucking the sake of Mallow but like give us the five original characters but then add in like Luigi and add in Wario yeah, and like add did, in more of the other characters what does Luigi do in Super Mario RPG literally nothing he like sat in Mario's house there's one he was scene <laughs> there's one you remember when you go to the Star Hill or Star Road or whatever it is, where it's like that blue, all those blue domes, oh, and you got to okay. get the star piece, and you can go from like wish to wish and read people's wishes, which was really cleverly right. done because yeah. people like there's one from Bowser saying how he wishes he had his castle back and stuff. Yeah, there's a wish from Luigi, yeah. and he says something about how he wishes he was brave like his brother, and that's the only thing they like. God, they shit on Luigi so yeah. much. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm really happy that that character got his own games. Those like haunted mansion games. Yeah, yeah, Luigi's Mansions. Yeah. I never got to like. I never got around to playing through them, but I kind of regret that because I do hear like a lot of like good feedback. They're supposed good to be response from them. They're supposed to be dope. I haven't played one either. I mean, like I still have an old Wii that can play uh, GameCube games. Yeah. So I might be able to snag one up from like a, the secondhand store. Or Probably get like it that. pretty cheap too. Oh yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. That's smart. I never, I forgot that we played GameCube games. Certain versions. Yeah. My, um, I think it was like third or fourth generation. They took it out. Yeah. Yeah. My first one, I don't think I ever used it, but my first one did that yeah. when I first bought one, I thought it was so cool. And then I never used it. The only reason I got it is cause like I have a chunk of GameCube games that I just like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not okay 
not having access to them. Right. I want to be able to play them. I might never play them again, but yeah. I like having them there. One of my favorite absolute niche uh, RPGs on the GameCube is one called Bait and Kados, and it's it's got such a weird battle system, and its its storyline is weird. Uh, the big spoiler, because you're not gonna I'll care. Never play it. Um, the big spoiler about like halfway through is that your main protagonist, uh, he gets what he wants. Like he, his, he has wings or some crap, and uh, one of his wings gets chopped off uh, when he's a kid, and he has like a mechanical wing. Okay, and then like the storyline is him finding out who he is and like getting his powers back and stuff like that. And he gets that at the, at like the end of the first disc. And then he just turns around and says to the rest of the party, I don't need you anymore. And he turns into the bad guy. Oh, sick. That's pretty rad. (laughs) And he takes all the equipment that he had on him. And it's like, so he takes all the good cards and stuff like that. Okay. So the battle system is a deck of cards. Okay. And so you equip your characters with decks and then they, they play them. Oh, okay. Okay. Depending on how you play them, your attacks and your defense change. Like it's actually a very complicated battle system, but very gratifying once you like get your head around it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he leaves with everything. And then like you start the second disc and you're just like, you're in jail. You're probably one of the weakest characters is now the protagonist. And you have to like go around rebuilding the party to go. That's rad. Go fight I like the protagonist. That. It's, it's insane. If, if Mario RPG had, a, had one fault and I guess this hadn't really been done when this game came out. Um, there was no huge plot twist tomorrow. Like the yeah. biggest plot twist was probably that Mallow wasn't actually a tadpole. And it was like, <laughs> that was, was like pretty surprising to no one. Yeah. And you're like, Oh really? Like as soon as you get to the cloud world, you're like, you're oh, like he's oh, a fucking cloud. He, this is where he's from. Yeah. I like when he casts spells <laughs> and he jumps out of his pants, but his pants just sit there in motion. Like his pants sit perfectly still and he just floats and casts his spells. Um, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. If it has a criticism, that's it. But I think it's just like, it's, it's, like it's not meant to be like you said it doesn't take itself seriously it's fun it's yeah. very chill it's not like scary it's not overwhelming yeah. it's fun to watch those characters interact with each other in a way that isn't just jumping on each other's heads like it is with most Mario games yeah um I I love like I, I want to replay it again like I'll never get bored of replaying Mario RPG no I, the, I definitely I feel the same way about it yeah. um usually what I do is I ask people to give a game a score out of 10 and you can use decimal points if you want oh okay what um, would you give this one's Mario? definitely a nine Nine? Yeah, I'll yeah. go I'll go nine point five. It's fucking it's the only I can't think of anything wrong with it. I really can't think of yeah. a single thing about it that I would change. Yeah. I I don't think I'd ever give any game a ten. I don't think I can do that. So nine's a super high score. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I gave I gave Super Mario World a ten. Because it's my favorite. And oh, I'm okay. like, now nothing else gets tens. But in in the realm of like yeah, because like platformers are like well, it's tough. It's tough to be like a better platformer because it, it's such a refined yeah. uh genre so yeah. yeah like super mario world i'd say is way up there i would say super meat boy is a better platformer though <laughs> see i it's so hard super though. meat boy is pretty it's solid difficult dude. i love platformers and i think that's part of the reason i love mario rpg so much is because i can play it it's my two favorite genres yeah. of video games uh combined yeah you know still good elements of platforming in it like yeah it's it's such a great blend of the the two genres they somehow mix them perfectly yeah they really like it's not they didn't just take the mario characters and put them into a final fantasy game yeah they they just like it's like they really took like like final fantasy and mario and put them in a bowl and like blended it yeah and got this perfect comment like it's it makes a sweet suit brownie yeah like i don't know how they did it yeah it's pretty sick um okay man well that will uh that'll do it for super mario rpg 
So uh, thanks for nerding out with me about Mario RPG. And I would like to point out that you and I not once after initial talk of Mallow brought up how sweet Mallow is because Mallow <laughs> fucking sucks. I know my friend Chris is listening to this. Mallow is the Super Mario RPG version of Vivi. They're both garbage. <laughs> ah, fuck you. I love Vivi. Ah, so does Chris. I fucking hate Vivi. Okay, <laughs> thanks, buddy. That's going to do it for another episode of Remember the Game, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I love Super Mario RPG, as you could probably tell from the last half hour or so of this podcast. If you haven't played it, you are crazy. Get out there and try it. Even if you're not big into RPGs, there's some Mario elements to this game. It's awesome. It'll It's fun. It's not just reading and mashing. I guess it is reading and mashing buttons, but it's a more fun way of doing that. Um, that's it, you guys. If you enjoy this podcast, and I hope you do, uh, please keep the good reviews and keep the shares coming uh i'm getting so much great feedback on it it means the world to me to know that you guys are having as much fun listening as i am doing them uh i'm really really having fun with this podcast so that is it i will check in with you guys again next wednesday as we remember another game thank you so much for listening i am adam blank and i will talk to you again soon take it easy (laughs)